to another episode of Access Ability. It's a show on YouTube where I talk about the video game industry, accessibility, and representation. Basically, how can we help more people to play games, and more people to see themselves in the games they play? Originally released back in early 2016, Street Fighter V is the most recent core entry in the Street Fighter series by Capcom. You probably know Street Fighter. You get two characters, you put them on either side, they fight on a 2D plane, you've got special moves and combos and all sorts of stick configurations you have to do to get the moves to pull off. It's it's Street Fighter, it's the most recent main Street Fighter. Street Fighter V originally released over five years ago, but the game is still getting updates. It's getting new characters, new content, and updates to the way the game plays. But a recent patch that was released toward the end of February broke the game in a pretty fundamental yet subtle way that made it unplayable for blind and sightless fighting game fans who'd previously really enjoyed playing Street Fighter V. So this week on Access Ability, we're going to be talking about Street Fighter V. We're going to talk about how blind and sightless players are able to play Street Fighter V, we're going to talk about the recent update that made the game briefly unplayable for those players, and we're going to talk about how a company like Capcom could release an update not knowing it would make the game unplayable for blind and sightless players. Before we go any further into this video, I want to credit Blind Warrior Sven, a blind Street Fighter V player whose videos on how he plays the game, as well as his tweets about this story, were integral to me being able to talk about this topic. You can find a link to his tweets and videos in the video description. When it comes to playing a game like Street Fighter V as a sightless player, there are two main things that are important. Players typically use screen reader software on PC in order to have on-screen text read to them until they've memorised the locations of menu options, and then they use stereo audio to know their position relative to an enemy player during a match. With stereo audio, in a game played on a 2D plane, such as Street Fighter V, without any visual inputs, it is possible to hear a character's location on screen, as audio is panned from left to right, getting louder in one ear and quieter in the other as a character moves around the screen. Street Fighter V is a particularly good example of this, and has been lauded by many players as having fantastic audio design when it comes to being able to play sightlessly. As a result of Street Fighter V's fantastic use of stereo audio, if a sightless player is attacking from the right towards the left, and hears the enemy player move from left to right in their stereo headset, they know that they need to turn around and switch up the direction they're attacking from. But it's not just a matter of knowing the direction they need to face their character. Blind Street Fighter V players like Blind Warrior Sven can with practice accurately assess the distance away that a character is based on stereo sound and character footstep volume, allowing for very precise play. I would highly recommend checking out some videos of Sven playing Street Fighter V after this video and subscribing to his channel and his Twitch. He's a really superb fighting game player, definitely a better fighting game player than I am, and watching him fight gives me a much greater appreciation for this game's sound design quality. So, how did Street Fighter V break for blind and sightless players? Well, on February 22nd, an update to the game was released which added returning fighter Dan Hibiki to the game's roster. However, one change was made to the game which was not detailed in the patch notes. The update changed the game's audio to mono. Understandably, this was a problem for players like Blind Warrior Sven and other blind and sightless players of Street Fighter V. Stereo audio is vital for being able to tell the direction and the distance of an enemy, and when you change a game's audio to mono, what you're doing is putting 
All of that audio equally into both ears, you completely cut the directionality out of the sound. So for the rest of this video we're going to talk about how Capcom might have ended up doing this and how other game developers can learn from this and avoid doing this in their own updates to games. I think it's important to note that this change to Street Fighter V was most likely not a deliberate change, but something accidentally broken during patch development and not noticed by the development team. While there are some groups of disabled players who benefit from the use of mono audio, such as those who can only hear through one of their ears and still wish to hear all audio, there is software that can be used to turn stereo game audio to mono in real time. The Xbox Series X, for example, features a system setting to turn all stereo audio into mono audio. A lot of games have this as a selectable option in their settings menus, but if you've already gone to the effort as a developer of giving your game stereo audio, it is inconceivable that you would five years later decide to push out a patch deliberately flattening that audio, as there's no way for the player to then turn it back to stereo on their end. On February 25th, 2021, Capcom responded to tweets about this issue, announcing that patch 3.05, which is due to release during the first week of March, would fix this issue and return the game's audio mix to stereo. I record this show on a Monday and publish it on a Friday, so hopefully that patch will be live by the time this episode airs. The fact that Capcom are fixing the audio mix issue does lend credence to the idea this was not an intentional change to the game. However, it was still pushed live, and it still made the game unplayable for a portion of the player base for around two weeks. So, how could this be avoided, and what can other game developers learn from this incident? I think a key part of avoiding issues like this when updating games is ultimately just being aware of what aspects of your game are important to disabled players, and checking those aspects before pushing out new patches. In the case of Street Fighter V for example, Checking that a new patch doesn't somehow break screen reader support and that stereo audio is working as intended would ensure that new patches were accessible to blind and sightless players. While these features might not come up in a typical quality assurance pass for a patch, if you know they're important and make an effort to check them before publishing patches, you can avoid situations like this. Basically, find out how disabled players typically play your game, pay attention to those segments of your player base, See which aspects of the game are important to them, and check that they haven't been altered or broken before you push a patch. Make sure the things that are important to them are part of your testing process before you put patches live. In the case of Street Fighter V, it seems like the game should be back to being playable for blind and sightless players by the time this video goes up, but that doesn't change the fact that for two weeks this game was unplayable for a segment of disabled players, and that's something we really want to avoid happening again in future with this game, or any others. For game developers at large, be aware of the importance of stereo audio. Be aware that adding it can make your game playable by a whole segment of people that you might not be thinking about playing your game. If you have stereo audio and for some reason it becomes mono audio, that's going to stop a segment of players who can play your game from being able to play it. Be aware of the importance of stereo and mono audio, and be aware of the fact that you can always give players the option to squash down their audio to mono, but if you provide them with mono audio they can never bring that back up to stereo. Game developers, you need to make sure that you know what settings your disabled players are using and what features matter to them, and keep that in mind when you're doing updates to your game, because disabled players will have found ways to play your game that you didn't expect. Learn from them, pay attention to the things that are important to them, because in a case like this, Mono audio versus stereo audio might not make a big difference to you, but 
there's going to be some highly talented disabled players who don't get to play if you don't notice something like this. Pay attention to what's important to your disabled players, and make sure those are part of a checklist before you push any updates.